welcome back to Building a Modern Employer Branding Podcast. Or if you are new to this podcast, I'm so happy that you're trying it out for the first time. I hope you like it and I hope you want to come back. So my name is Susanna Rantanen and this is episode number 13. And this podcast is sponsored by my family business, Employee Experience Agency N. that there are sort of three angles to approaching employer branding. There are those who add employer branding content to recruitment marketing and call it the work of employer branding. Then there are those who approach employer branding like branding a business product or business service or a product, sort of more like looking at, they look employer branding more through like these strategic lenses with clear business-related objectives and goals. And then there are those who, uh, in my experience, work on their employee value proposition uh, as the core of employer branding. And once the EVPs are ready and sort of finalized and they are stamped on your career site, that's the work, That's that was employer branding work for you. In this week's episode of Building a Modern Employer Brand, I want to talk to you about EVPs. EVPs are employer value propositions, if that term is not familiar to you. And I want to ask you a question. Do you think that we need EVPs? I do want to challenge your thinking, perhaps a little bit around this topic, especially in regards to how well the EVPs in their current format really succeed in influencing your talent audiences. But I think we first have to answer the questions, question, what is an employer value proposition? What is, it, what is an EVP if you're not familiar to this term? So what I did here, I googled and checked out uh, what the almighty Google search results will provide us about EVPs. And uh, uh, these are some of the examples that I found, and um, the links for each of these you can find on the show notes article uh, of this episode at modernemployerbrand.com slash podcast13. Uh, something called Inside 6Q blog says that EVPs are rewards employers offer their staff in exchange to the work they do at the workplace. Uh, EVPs are one of the most significant elements when we talk about getting and keeping our best talents. Now, that's powerful. I like that. Universum defines EVP. The EVP is the core of your employer brand that defines your positioning and your strategic direction as an employer. An effective EVP should reflect the external demands, your competition, the internal reality, and the strategic context of your company. So true. Completely agree with that. Link Human states, an organization's EVP represents the values and the culture and the practical benefits for employees, such as learning, growth, and development opportunities. I agree with that as well. Tanderhill connects EVP with employer branding and challenges uh, all organizations to develop a statement about why the employee experience in this organization is going to be better than in another one. 
And they further say that the EVP should define the unique processes, the instructions, the procedures that describe how the organization has committed in developing their staff, improving their leadership and performance, and how they service the society that they operate in. I agree with that. Wikipedia summarizes that EVP should summarize all the reasons why an employee should commit to an organization, and it should be communicated in all recruitment processes, in all messages, in order to take away focus from the salary as the primary source of compensation. I wholeheartedly agree with this one as well. Also, I found out this uh, pretty uh, uh, good summary, uh, how employee value propositions should cover how the labor markets and talent rate working for various companies through these five different attributes. And the five different attributes are opportunities offered, people, the organization, the work itself, and compensation and rewards. Opportunities offered means uh, the opportunities that are, that are offered within this role, the career prospects and the growth uh, uh, prospects of the organization as well. People meaning, you know, the quality of leadership, the skills and competencies of the colleagues, the reputation of the top management and the sort of all, uh, overall camaraderie within the company. Uh, the organization as an attribute uh, refers to uh, the market position, the quality, the reputation of the goods or the services offered by this company, as well as the overall responsibility uh, the company or the organization takes in their society. The work itself referring to how your skills, your motivators, your potential as a as an individual, as a talent, actually match with the work tasks that you are given, as well as the balance, obviously, the important balance between work and our personal lives. And then the compensation and rewards as an attribute uh, means the, you know, the pay as, as in the salary that you get paid every month, but also, you know, your benefits, your bonuses, your occupational health care, your pension, your vacation, your insurance, whatever benefits, you know, additional value add you get from the uh, employer. So in my opinion, everything said here about employer value proposition is true. And uh, I agree with all of this. And I agree that we should communicate our EVPs, you know, not only to the future employees, but also regularly to our current employees. But despite all of these, I think, really correct and empowering statements and and descriptions, in reality, don't you think that they actually look like and sound like something else? There are a few challenges that I find with the way that we treat employee value propositions today. First of all, I think that most EVBs are really a copy-paste from another company's EVB. I've even seen EVBs within like the same industry between two competing companies to be nearly identical to each other. And if the EVP is the core of your uh, employer brand and the employer brand literally should be a differentiating factor, why would you allow your EVP to be a replica of your competitor's EVP. Now, that's 
a question that I want to ask you and challenge you to also answer to me. Another uh, trend that I I see is to write uh, sort of slogans as EVPs. And the challenge I find with slogans is that they seem to be highly uninformative. If the slogan EVB was clearly clarified in the career site and the employer brand messaging in general, that would not be a problem. But oftentimes it seems that in the EVB work, the main focus of the work, like the goal of this work is to end up with a catchy slogan. And once that goal has been accomplished, then the work is done. The third trend that I uh, I notice um, is that uh, to to actually, instead of coming up with a catchy slogan, you actually write your employee value proposition so complex and so like over-promising that a reader cannot really make any sense of what they really mean. So it's uh, so different to write these catchy marketing slogan, slogans for products because the products are not going to holler back from the shelves like, I'm nothing like this. You know, I'm, I'm different. They're st- they saying wrong things about me. Uh, there they are. They stand still in their perfectly rows, uh, rows almost like, not yes, I am. I am like a breath of fresh air from the Alps. I'm going to melt into your mouth. Um, we really need to... I think understand that uh, a powerful employee value proposition is important and it's necessary, but in practice, you know, we're not really delivering that. I'm yet to witness a really empowering EVB that is really based on like the real experiences and the unique truth in the core of that employer. I think like 20 years ago, when I started in HR talent marketing, a good slogan was a necessity because all we had were like roll-ups and job posts with limited space. So there wasn't any space to really explain anything. We needed these catchy slogans. But ever since social media platforms, we have been able to enter into a dialogue and communicate with our audiences, you know, easily and uh, and, uh, you know, this is required. You know, our audiences want to enter into a dialogue with us and in depth and in, in detail about who we are and what we represent. So I find the slow conversions of EDBs like totally past their expiration rate. And when you pay attention to how consumer behavior has really changed since, uh, you know, we've been able to find Google all the information we literally need uh, and uh, talents want to really see behind these polished uh, EVB fronts. They want to understand, you know, the, the good and the bad and the ugly about your company. They want to make their own decisions. They want to understand the experiences people have about your company. I personally don't believe we need these EVB statements anymore at all. I find that when a business is focused on creating EVP statements, that is all they focus on. That is the objective and the like the end result, the outcome of employer branding work is to achieve an EVP statements statement. And once the statement is on paper or on you know PowerPoint slide or whatever you use, then you know we've done our employer branding work. And those statements 
that oftentimes make no proper sense to an external. They're like a vanity statement. They look, you know, cute and pretty and seemingly tell a lot. But when you really look at them and if you ask somebody, uh, can you describe what this really means? Uh, can you describe, you know, the experience uh, that I would get if I work there? Then it gets tough because Statements are often, most often, written also by people who already work in that organization. And they can leave a lot of stuff out because they already know. They already know. But the external who you write these statements for, they don't know. They don't have that information. They become the victim of your curse of knowledge. Sometimes the EVBs are so long that even HR has to look at them and read what they were again before they can talk about them. But if you can't remember them by heart, are they really clear enough? If another person cannot really describe, put it into their own words what an EVB statement really means in practice, are they valuable for your business? When we look at how marketing has changed since we entered the digital information era, people no longer want to see adverts unless they are really emotionally appealing and empowering. Slogans and vanity statements are for advertising purpose, really. You know, it's kind of like a stamp on a roll-up or copy-paste on a job post uh, or as a header statement or your career site. But it's oftentimes nothing more to an external audience because you don't describe it. You don't storify it. The current state of how most EVBs are is not what your audiences Google for. What I'm trying to say here is that all the descriptions, all the theories about what an EVB is, I think they are true and I wholeheartedly agree with those. But... When we do the actual employee value propositions, what we compile, what the outcome is, is not exactly in line with those theories and descriptions. And furthermore, in this information era, our audiences want to know and need to know what more to expect. Uh, they, they, They expect also to be invited behind this hefty curtain at the entrance, and they want to experience how it looks like and how it feels like behind that entrance hall, uh, you know, in order to make the decision about whether this place is ideal for them and for their needs or not. So I don't think we need the EVBs the way we use them at this time. I don't think they are worth much to your business. All the work that seems to go into defining these EVBs seems to be more of an expense rather than an investment for the business. In the last week's episode, I spoke about why content marketing works so well in employee branding. And I know, based on now many years of experience, that when you replace the EVP statements with strategically planned content, your employer branding will be so much more effective as a practice and deliver your actual measurable results as opposed to you know, using your resources in writing slogans and statements and then stamping them as such to your job posts and career sites and sort of stopping your employer branding practice there. 
Now, I've challenged your thinking, and I'd love to know what you think about it. So can we please have a chat online? And, you know, next week, a new episode of Building a Modern Employer Brand uh, podcast. So I want to welcome you back next week. So you can find the show notes of this episode on my blog at modernemployerbrand.com slash podcast13. And connect with me on Instagram. You can find the Instagram profile for this podcast and also my Finnish podcast. They're both under the same profile. Uh, the handle is hr underscore podcast. Please come there, join us. Let's have a chat. Or you can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, you can also find the link to my LinkedIn profile on my blog. So, AVBs, do you think we need them? Let's talk about it. <laughs> Until next week. Moi moi. Moi moi.